0: Good evening, and welcome back to Diz Dad's Podcast Plus, episode 14. I'm your host, Aaron Rittmaster, and joining me tonight in the man cave are my co-hosts, Tim Hicks.
1: Unlike some entertainment venues, we are not indefinitely closed.
0: <laughs> and Willie Crocker.
2: <laughs> welcome back, guys. I'm wide open if anyone wants to hang out.
0: And, uh, gee, you know, even if we all did belong in quarantine... We're going to be here chatting about dining outside of the Disney theme park. So we're going to talk about, our, we're going to do a classic Diz Podcast Plus top nine list talking about dining at Walt Disney World outside of the theme parks. But before we get to that, I do want to once again thank our podcast sponsors, uh, the friendly folks at Wicked Mouse Travel and at Mouse Master Travel would love to take care of your next Disney destination vacation. Um, you can check out Wicked Mouse Travel at wickedmousetravel.com and Mouse Master Travel at mousemastertravel.com. Uh, we know that it's going to be a little while before those destinations are available again, but all the more reason to get on that now and get yourself booked for a future vacation. You'll have the luxury of taking your time and planning and uh, you know, getting the best possible experience with the help of a travel professional. We also like to thank kingdom strollers our longtime sponsor. Uh, kingdom strollers is Orlando's premium stroller and crib rental vendor. You can check them out at kingdomstrollers.com com, and uh, you know, let them know that Diz dad's podcast sent you. Uh, okay guys. So, onto our business at hand, um, identifying the top nine choices for dining at Walt Disney World outside of a theme park. And, you know, this one was an interesting challenge that we came up with for ourselves because it's one of those things where just within the last few years, it seems like all of a sudden there are a lot more high quality choices than there used to be.
2: I totally agree. There are so many restaurants that you can go to, and you don't ever have to go into an apartment. Like, it's a lot of fun, as Aaron and I experienced at one of my favorite restaurants now. And we're going to go over that list. Just gonna say, we'll hear about it in a minute, I bet. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Now,
0: um, you know, this is the kind of thing where. You're, you're at Walt Disney World maybe a day before your first ticket day, or you're wanting to take a break from the parks in the middle of a longer trip. And it, it sometimes, you know, can be a, a little bit of a challenge because your your gut instinct often is to think of of options that you're familiar with in the theme parks. So we're going to go through and identify our top nine outside the parks, dining locations. And these don't necessarily have to be table service restaurants. These could be quick service. These could be table service. We'll talk about why they make the list. Um,
1: So it's a daunting task for sure. There are so many places I've got more honorable mentions than I have on my list.
2: There you go. That's the thing. You never know where someone wants to eat. And we all love to eat. I mean, (laughs) I I look like I eat.
0: (laughs) Okay. uh, Well, you know, Tim, you've been the quietest so far. So,
1: I'll make you go first. <laughs> what what is one of your well, top 9? Okay, I uh, I know that um everybody's got their opinion on this one. Ohana. That is on the really uh, on the top of my list. I probably should have started at the bottom of the list and worked up, but I didn't. I started at the top of the list. Ohana uh has such a, a wonderful array of food and every bit of it is just mouthwatering, tasty, delicious. Uh, whatever it takes for you to, you know, uh, get advanced dining reservations. You know, wait at you know at the entrance when you get there. It's it's just an experience, and if you're there at the right time, you can you know watch the uh, fireworks over at the Magic Kingdom while you're uh, finishing up your dessert.
0: Okay, uh, so first restaurant on our list in Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, uh, Ohana. Willie, what's on the top of your list?
2: The top of my list is, of course, California Grill. It's way up there. Obviously, it has the best view. It has the best location. It's an amazing restaurant. The food, the service, the location is always top-notch. And you can always go back, even if you eat at 5 o'clock. You can go back with the receipt and watch the fireworks later at night, which makes it one of the best meals that you could ever have. And like, you can see the fireworks whenever you want, like from there, it gets perfect.
0: Yeah. That, that entertainment bonus is certainly one of the things that you want to keep, uh, you know, keep track of, keep in your mind as you're, you're choosing these top choices. Um, you know, for my first, Uh, of the top nine list. Uh, I'm actually going to go ahead and head down to um, Disney Springs and I'm going to put a restaurant that's sort of new for me on this list, but I'd heard great things about it. Finally got a chance to experience it recently. And I'm going to go with Art Smith's. uh, uh, And I always get the name mixed up because it's so long,
1: but homecoming uh, art Smith's homecoming.
0: Yeah. Okay. But it's more than that. It's like art Smith's Southern. Okay. We'll just go with art Smith's homecoming.
1: Homecoming coming, no, let's
0: go. was a fantastic experience that. and, um you know, a great addition to Disney Springs and to, to Disney in general.
2: And amazing food, amazing donuts, amazing drink selection. Like, that place was out of this world. And
1: comfort food. You know, that's the thing about right. it, It's like good old American comfort food and delicious. Yeah. yeah good yeah, choice. A, a
0: great kind of modern, a, a little bit modern, a little bit upscale but still that that down home cooking kind of thing that anybody can can kind of take a chance to elevate their palate just a little bit, right? Just a just a touch. Even Willie could enjoy it.
2: <laughs> it was it was so comforting and the food was out of this world. And would we wait twenty minutes to get in?
0: Oh yeah, if that and we didn't have an ADR and right, you know, no most ADR places at all. were packed. That's
2: incredible. That's right. incredible. And we were seated right next to the bar. I mean, like literally we had the best server in the world.
0: Oh yeah, she was fantastic.
2: Exactly.
0: All right. Well, so Willie, what's the second restaurant on your top nine list?
2: I'm gonna have to go with and I I know people are gonna get mad at me, but Flame Tree Barbecue.
0: You can't have Flame Tree. Flame Tree is in a theme
2: park. Oh, yep. right. it's an animal kingdom. Yep, can't do that. Right, 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 right. And I created this list. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's rewind. Okay, try to. I am going to go with Olivia's at Old Key West. Yes. And I love Old Key West. Oki West and Olivia's. I have found that you can get breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. There are so many options there to choose from. The food is out of this world. You can get seafood, you can get steak, you can get pasta, you can get anything you want there. The place is just loaded with so many good f- options. And they also have a great, um, allergy friendly menu, which is ah, even good better.
1: Point. Good point. point. Uh, I've eaten there too. I, I totally agree with you. That's a really good place. They've got a drink on the menu called the Turtle Crawl. I highly recommend you try that if you have never had the Turtle Crawl at Olivia's. It's wonderful. Sign okay. me up.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, as long as we're bringing drinks into the mix as well, I'll go ahead and add the next thing on my list here. Uh, and I'm going to toss the the first of the quick service options on this list. Um, since Willie has now realized that, uh, Uh, (laughs) flame trees (laughs) in a theme park. Um, And I'm going to put, go back to Disney Springs for deluxe burger, Um, deluxe burger. And in particular, the uh, smoked bourbon chocolate shake, just an amazing combination. Your cheeseburger with uh, that smoked, smoked bourbon or smoked bacon, bourbon. I forget exactly the word for it. Smoked bourbon, bacon, chocolate shake. Um, (laughs) and and fries uh just an, an awesome combination really love it great value as well um so that's that's deluxe burger um it's a little pricey for a quick service but you know the flip side to that is that it's a really great value on the dining plan oh, there you go uh, all right so tim let's round out the the first six here with uh, your second nomination
1: okay well i'm gonna kind of rearrange my list here um one of the first times uh that i had dinner over in the animal kingdom uh animal kingdom lodge uh, we kind of uh spent the extra and ate at gico and that was one heck of an experience and if you're on the time di- I, I highly recommend the dining plan even though this is going to take two table credits for it but uh, I mean, the food is amazing the wine pairings amazing. The service incredible. Uh, I really, really enjoyed. I've, I have enjoyed every GECO experience I've had. It's it's a really fine restaurant. It's in the Jumbo House at the Animal Kingdom Lodge.
0: All right. So Tim adds another signature restaurant to the list, joining California Grill. Uh, I'm going to go first this round. I haven't had a chance to go first yet, and I'm going to probably steal one off of uh, Willie's plate here, but um, I- I'm going to add our first uh, moderate resort restaurant by mentioning Toledo. Um, Toledo at...
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. That <laughs> uh, place hey, is on his so face? Stole it. That's it's awesome. Uh, Toledo at, at Coronado Springs <laughs> in the I'm new...
0: Uh, in the new grandestino tower um just a a a tremendous experience it does not feel like um dinner in a moderate resort when you eat at toledo it is
1: a first class
0: experience all around
1: (laughs) when we were there in january we had the um what was that a 24 ounce uh, ribeye for two that was just melt in your mouth you know you, you almost wanted to lay down on the floor and crawl for this thing
2: it was that good the service there is so far above and beyond like anything you could expect like we were we were hands down just like what, what can we expect now? Then the guy kept bringing things and we were just like, how in the world can they do this at a moderate resort? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we ended up not even ordering entrees. We just we did we the small plates, professor. you know, because yeah, that's what they're built yeah. around. And, and we were well satisfied with a, Very their, well. a few selections from the uh, small plates and a couple of drinks, including, you know, their, their signature, um, their signature cocktails, Really good stuff. Well done. Well prepared. Well presented. Everything looked great and tasted fantastic. Um, all right. So we've got two more that we can add to the official list of nine before we try and, and come up with a uh, definitive ranking here. So uh, let's see who gets to put number eight on the list. Let's go with Willie for number
2: eight. do musical review. It is one of my favorites of all time. I've been doing it for 40 years now, and I really can't say anything better about it than great food, great show. It's two and a half hours, two hours and 15 minutes, whatever you want to call it, of just solid entertainment, quality food. And you can't say you didn't enjoy it when you walked out.
0: See, and I think that's a great example of a restaurant that stands out for being outside the park because it's the perfect place to go on a non-park day because it's a longer experience. It's kind of, you know, sensory overload a little bit. I think in some ways it's a little much to do if you are in the park that day and then you go to hoop doo um, On the other hand, it's a great way to cap off, a, a, you know, a break day in the middle of your vacation.
1: Absolutely. And the ribs that they have there are just fall off the bone. I love them. I I, I couldn't get enough of those. I was like, Aaron, stop hogging the pail of ribs. Pass them this way. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, pass the bucket. Seriously.
0: All right. So, Tim, we got room for one last restaurant to be under consideration for the ultimate top nine. What's it going to be?
1: the ultimate top 9. All right, I'm going to take you over to the Swan and Dolphin to the uh, to Todd English's Blue Zoo. Interesting. Um, my company has done uh, our uh, uh, annual conferences there for a couple of years now and I decided to take my client base over to Blue Zoo. Uh, for a private event, and let me tell you something: if you haven't given that one a thought, you are doing yourself an injustice. The food is really good, uh, the service is impeccable. Um, so don't uh, don't deny yourself the uh, uh, the ability to to swing in there for a, a really nice dinner.
0: You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that people overlook those restaurants at Swan and Dolphin. Often, they're not in you know, Disney's system. So people forget they're available and there are some really great choices there. Blue Zoo makes it on our list. Um, but there are some others that we can talk about that might, you know, pop up on say our honorable mentions that we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, all right. So let me, let me run down what we have to choose from in our top nine, and then we'll see if we can come up with a classic definitive Diz Dads podcast plus ranking. Uh, we have, Ohana at the Polynesian Village Resort, California Grill at Disney's Contemporary Resort, Art Smith's Homecoming in Disney Springs, Olivia's at Old Key West, Deluxe Burger in Disney Springs, Jiko at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, Toledo at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort, Hoop-dee-doo at uh, Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort, and... Blue Zoo at, uh, the, is it in the Swan or the Dolphin?
1: It's it's in the Swan. In, in the, the Swan. In yes. the Swan. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: so Blue Zoo in, in the Swan at Walt Disney World. Uh, okay. So, uh, let's see. I made Tim choose first. So Willie nominate a number one from our list of nine.
2: Wow. This is going to be tough. I'm looking at them and I'm like, holy cow. but. I, I have to go with Toledo. Like, I can't think of a negative of that place. We walked, we, we took the elevator up, we got greeted, we did everything we were supposed to do. They wined and dined us exactly how we were supposed to be wined and dined. And they put us in a perfect spot. You could see Galaxy's Edge from our table. There was nothing... There was no bad about this whole experience from the food to the service to the drinks to the I mean, I don't even know where to go from there.
0: Right, I, I will I will give, you know, I, I don't I can't disagree with any of the positives you just gave for Toledo. However, for most folks looking for a restaurant to dine at outside the theme parks, Of the nominated restaurants, Toledo is probably the hardest to get to. It's the least convenient unless you're staying at Coronado Springs. I mean, in our case, we were there because we were there for an event already at the resort. We weren't traveling to Coronado Springs just for the restaurant. And I think that could be kind of a hassle.
2: Yeah, but if you really think about it, hoop de doo is just as big a pain to get to. Oh, a bigger pain. It's a bigger pain. Exactly. And they use their, Well, use their okay, so about, Hoopdeedoo
0: doesn't belong at number one either, as a result. But but, but then, that's but that's a
2: different G- question. Chico's just as big a pain.
0: Okay, so so I guess what and I'm saying start, is I, I, I'm with you so far. Access is the only question, and I think there are a couple here that are also candidates for a, a number one slot that are close to or equal to Toledo on those other fronts, but have better access.
2: Right, but I mean, like. You can even say California grill is still a pain to get to.
0: Nah, comparatively speaking. If you're staying
2: at All-Star, well, if you're staying at All-Star, yeah. I mean, If you're staying at All-Star, anything's hard to get to. Right, but if you're (laughs) staying at, I mean, no matter where you go, it's a pain to get to. Like, if you're staying at Saratoga Springs, it's a pain.
0: Nah, because that's the thing, is that it's easy to go to the Magic Kingdom and have multiple ways to get back across.
2: Okay, I mean, I'm just, you know, throwing things out there. I know, I know what there. you're saying, but,
0: but that's my point. I mean, it's easy to go to Magic Kingdom and go back across to any of those Magic Kingdom area resorts. At, at you know, Coronado, you almost have to work the other direction, right? You, you've got to get yourself to a park and then find where the Coronado Springs bus is. You okay. Know, or, or you have to take a, a car service. So.
2: I mean, I just, I, I love Toledo, so. I get
0: you. I, <laughs> I know, I get I, it. And, and here's you, one other thing that I want to, that I think, you know, I haven't even had a chance to do it yet, so Tim can comment because I know he did. But the other thing that California Grill has going for it is, in addition to that fantastic dinner, they've now got a brunch that is outstanding.
2: Out of this world. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. That's true, and that's where that's what I would take as an as my number one simply because uh from the magic Kingdom it's walkable. you can walk to Coronado uh, listen <laughs> me Corno you walk to the contemporary or you can take the monorail to the contemporary there's a lot of ways that you can get there. it's really to me not that inconvenient to 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 get to California grill um whereas like ohana, okay, that's riding all the way around the ma- the monorail to get there, and then you know dealing with uh uh, uh, with, with the Polynesian. So, you know, that's my thought on that. But you yeah, got the brunch. Oh,
2: you got to do the brunch. The other downfall I was going to bring up is it's hard to get California grill.
1: It's well, true. It's a tough ADR.
2: To get, you know, Toledo, you yeah. can get a dining reservation. And that makes it a little bit easier to say, you know, we're pretty good compared to California grill. California oh, yeah. Grill is definitely a hundred and eighty day ADR.
0: And and there's certainly an argument to be made that from a value perspective, you know, it's it's significantly less expensive to eat at Toledo as compared to California Grill. And so, you know, we don't want to downplay that either. I mean, there's there's some good value to be had from getting such high quality at the prices you're getting it at Toledo as opposed to paying the premium you pay at California Grill.
1: I will say that that, uh, that uh, ribeye for two, I think if I remember correctly, it was $54, but two people eating off of it and not still not being able to finish it? Come on now. That's that's a pretty good bargain right there. Yeah, I don't
0: think there are any entrees on the California Grill menu where you can eat for $25 a piece.
2: No way. Right. No, not at all. I mean, I, so I love California Grill's menu, mm-hmm. but...
1: And that's what really comes down to—is what are you in the mood for? How much do you want to spend? You know, what experience do you want to have? You know, what do you prioritize in terms of? Well, it's interesting to me too. With these
0: particular restaurants, that each of them has kind of their own twist on a small plates option, right? Because California Grill has their sushi bar and has some of the best sushi at Walt Disney World. Arguably. While while on the other hand, Toledo has that sort of whole small plates appetizer type menu. And as I said, you know, Willie and I made our whole meal out of the small plates, which I could also do at California Grill. Although, frankly, I'd probably spend a lot more doing that at California Grill.
2: Correct. Right. Right. I mean, you would definitely spend a lot more. For sure. And both places are out of this world amazing for food. So you can't complain. but.
0: So it sounds to me like we've got it narrowed down. It's it's one of the two. It's got to be California Grill or Toledo. Uh, do a quick poll. We'll go all around here and see what people think. So number one, what is it, Tim? Is it California Grill or Toledo? California Grill. Willie, California Grill or Toledo?
2: All right. I'll suck it up. It's California Grill. <laughs>
0: See, and I was all no set to go ahead and vote anything. for Toledo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I know what's number two, and I know it's a clear, yes, number yeah, two. I think
0: we would agree that, that Toledo then gets to be a, a solid number two. So one for California Grill, two for Toledo. Um, and uh, let's see, Willie, you want to nominate somebody for the third
2: slot? Oh, my gosh. I'm already ready. Yeah. I'm going to go with Chef Art Smith.
0: Yeah, I think a solid I, choice. I I'm not really going to argue with you there. I like the the Disney Springs accessibility. I like the the you know menu that has something for everybody, really. Right? Uh, the the home cooking you know makes it accessible for the f- folks on the foodie end, like Tim, but also folks who like the chicken fingers, like Willie.
2: I had more than chicken fingers.
0: That's right. You had donuts too.
2: <laughs> I did. <laughs> They were spicy and donuts. <laughs> you got that Nana pudding too,
1: don't
2: they? Right. Yeah. yeah they have Nana pudding. <laughs>
0: uh, I couldn't, I, I was not going to be able to do dessert that night. There was no donut. way.
2: Not after a donut with your meal.
0: Well, oh, wow. and, and, and a moonshine flight.
2: Moonshine flight was out of this world. <sighs> Yummy.
0: All except the gasoline.
2: That was just one. <laughs> <laughs> And it was really fun. It was gasoline. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh so we have our top three, California Grill, Toledo, Art Smith, Chef Art Smiths. Um, so I guess uh let's see, I think it's my role here to to try to identify number four. Um Dang, this is a tough call at this point. Yeah, it yeah. is. All right. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna reach here. I admit it, so I'm prepared to be argued with, but number four, I'm gonna put up Deluxe Burger. Just because it's the only quick service here. It's the only one where you could your entire family could eat for what it would cost you for one person to eat at California Grill.
1: Okay. I I, I will I will let you have that, but um when I was going to try deluxe, and I've not tried deluxe, I will have to, you know, bow my head in shame and admit it. I've not tried it. But um, when I was going to, I was on my way over to try it, and I wish I, you know, given what happened thereafter, I wish I had somebody else uh, in the traveling party had gone over there to have lunch, and they said, "No, nah, don't do it." So, yeah, you know, that that kind of like, oh, really? That's not anything that I've heard. But
2: if that's what you think, well, okay. Huh. I don't want to rain on the parade, but I've also heard the, it's okay, not great. It's it's not what you were expecting. It's, you know, those things. And I don't know anything about it because I have not eaten there yet. I cannot. Okay. Well, so clearly it's
0: going to slide because I'm the only one who's here to cheer for it. But here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. I, I think that it's one of those restaurants that in some ways is a, a a victim of the expectations game right because people you know talked about it raved about it early on when they first opened people developed expectations not based on what they'd experienced but interpreting it through somebody else's lens what i would say is go and try it look yes it's a quick service burger it's a high quality quick service burger it is a little pricey i acknowledge that but it's it's high quality. You get good fresh fries, and um, I can't say enough good things. If you do nothing else, stop by and get yourself a uh, smoked bourbon chocolate shake.
1: Yeah, sounds I'm, amazing. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take your advice on that one. I, uh, I, I just want definitely try that.
0: So clearly, Deluxe Burger is gonna slide down the list a bit. Um, so looking for another candidate for number four, I am inclined. To, uh, well, maybe go the opposite direction and, uh, cast a vote here for GECO with, uh, you know, it's a signature restaurant, so it's a little pricey, but, uh, you know, our experience there has been fantastic. And one of the things I liked about it is that not only is it, you know, a, a, a beautiful restaurant and, and not, you know, especially for dinner time, low lighting, you know, it can be a romantic spot. Um, yes. Fantastic wine list, but, it's also a place where you can take your kids and they can eat and they can enjoy a fine dining meal without feeling like they don't belong there. Um, so it really covers all the bases that way. And and for that reason, I think it, it can be for, even though it's a little hard to get to and, and it's a little pricey, it's still worth taking the trip out to try.
1: There's not that many restaurants that are in the in the resorts themselves that are a two table service meal, and this one I think rightfully so. It is it is like you said, it can be a very romantic experience. It can be um, well, a, a, just a, a culinary experience between you know the food choices and the wine pairings. Um, it's to me, it's a very good option.
2: I can't complain at all. Like I really. I only eaten there by myself, so I can't compare like with my wife and kids and everything else. But I did it when I was on an AAP and I thought it was amazing. Like the food options are amazing, and, yeah, and see, like, Picky
0: Willie saying Picky that the
2: signature restaurant
0: there. that he rates highly that that says something
2: that tells you something okay. right there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> got Willie on board. All right. Picky Willie can go. <laughs> Willie.
1: <laughs>
0: then Chico's number four. Uh, yeah. All right. So we've got our top four. Uh, Tim, what comes in at number five?
1: Well, I'm going to be selfish and bring in one of my own nominees, and that's Todd English's Blue Zoo. That is – i think if you haven't tried it you really got to try it it's uh it's quite an experience it's not it's not overly pricey it is pricier than many places but the selection of food is good and the quality of the food there is good and the atmosphere is good too i really liked it i would
2: highly recommend it can't say anything i've never eaten there
0: so see that's that's the hard one here now because blue zoo is another one where i've actually planned to go there at least twice um at one point we had we had made it one of the stops when we did the um the crescent lakeside um bar crawl and that was the night we'd planned to do the bar crawl out that direction and um we got about halfway through and it started pouring um and so You know, we didn't want to walk all the way across the boardwalk to the other side of things for uh, uh, Swan and Dolphin, which we would have needed to to go to Blue Zoo, so we just kind of decamped where we were. Um, so,
1: so there you go, that's kind of my point. You know, I'm the only one of the three of of us that have eaten there, and I really, really like it. I really think you need to give yourself the opportunity to give that a try.
2: So, we should move it down, that's what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we do. You should I, I get, think your, get the, off your backsides and go give it a try. Yeah, no, no I, I agree.
0: I, and, and and what I would say is, you know, it, it probably belongs ahead of, of Deluxe still, but it probably oh, needs yeah. to, to slide down the list just a little bit because we don't have enough, you know, experience with it across the board here on the panel to say it, it belongs higher. Um, is there something else, Tim, that you would put up there as, as uh, option number five?
1: Well, of course, I would put I would put Ohana as option five simply because you know that you don't really get to choose what you're having there. You're, it's a it's a a pre fee meal, but uh, you know between the different you know the dumplings and the chicken wings and the all the uh, the style uh, foods that are served, the grilled shrimp. Let me tell you something. I'm not a real big fan of shrimp myself, but I will sit there and eat that shrimp all the, all night. I will totally do that. And then the chicken and the beef, and then the the, the pineapple um, bread pudding for finish. Pineapple
2: bread pudding? Oh my God. Oh,
1: it is to die for, isn't
2: it? Mm-hmm.
1: So good with the ice cream. I know you can there. Ugh.
0: And, you know, the other thing, one of the things I think maybe Ohana doesn't, I don't know, get enough credit for. Uh, I love the fact that it's family style and you have as many options as you do with a family style meal, because a lot of those family style meals, you know, there are maybe one or two things and they do that because it's family style and there's only so much space. But- at Ohana, they just keep bringing out stuff, and the hardest part is not filling yourself up on the noodles or the exactly. steamed vegetable or the… The wings. You know, yeah, the wings or the, or the, dumplings. No, the
2: hard, saying, no, that's the hardest part. No, no, right. I'm going to hold out. Yeah. No, bring it.
0: Yeah, no, I no. Mean, I, we
2: know why the reservation is really hard to get. That's right. That place is always full. And, it's, and if you can… If you can find a way to do that
1: and then still make it over to Trader Sam's, then, you know, cheers to you.
0: (laughs) Well, now, and I I will say a couple of things quickly about Ohana, too. I I love Ohana. It's a great choice. Um, It's one of the places that can do a good job accommodating a large group. But just a caution, if you're trying to book a large group at Ohana, what I've learned is that they will only take reservations for 10 or more if – the reservation is made for their first, their opening slot, which is 4.30. (laughs) It's a little early, but that's, that's what you need to look at. If, if you're trying to get there with a big group, right, you either need to take that first reservation at 4.30 or try and break your party up and then show up together at the check-in desk and say, hey, we're here together. Can you seat us either together or near each other? And then they'll do what they can to work with you. But if you want to be sure that you've got a big group of 12 all sitting together, you need to make that reservation at
1: 430. Of course. Thirty people. We've done that, right?
0: Exactly. Well, but but that's that's exactly my point, right? If you're going to do thirty people, first of all, you're going to have to do multiple reservations. But second of all, if you if you don't take that early slot, you're going to have to do it in multiples of eight because they're not going to accommodate you any later, and you're going to drive yourself crazy. Keep you know when you keep going back searching, 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 and it's just never going to come up because they won't they won't uh, set a ten top other than at four thirty.
1: it's so. interesting. So, yeah, eight break break yourself into groups of eight. If you're 30, 40 people, that'll be interesting. We'll see if you can get a time. Right. But hey, if if you're not in a big group, it is so worth it to be able to to get there, you know, Get really filled up. I mean, that's the biggest meal you'll probably eat on property. And if you are there for the the coconut roll, you know that where the kids go out and push the coconuts around with the broomsticks, or you know, be able to to watch the uh, the fireworks, um, uh, the, the the happy ever after, happily ever after at uh, the Magic Kingdom. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. They do dim the lights and play the soundtrack from the Magic Kingdom there in the restaurant, so you get to enjoy that experience while you're sitting there having dinner.
0: Alright, so that's a great choice, good entertainment, good experience for number five. Um, let's see, number six, I am gonna take a stab here, and I am going to I'm gonna nominate uh, Willie's choice, uh hoop to do review. Uh, Number six, I think that the combination of the show experience with dinner is just unique. And um, as Willie mentioned when he put it up in the first place, it it gets you a solid two and a half hours of entertainment. I highly recommend going early and heading over to Crockett's for, you know, a libation or two before uh, entering. Or four or six yes yes um exactly but uh, they're very friendly over there at at crockett's and um you know it's a great atmosphere a lot of fun fun for the whole family um one caution if you've got a kid like i do who is um you know has some sensory issues and is, is very sensitive particularly to loud noise um prepare them for it in advance and um, you know, consider getting some, some hearing protection for them before you go in so that they don't get overwhelmed by it. it it's, it's such a fun show. And it, it was a, uh, you know, a big disappointment when I think a show that my son would have appreciated a lot, but I fell down as dad without, by not prepping him appropriately. And so, oh. you know, he, he missed a lot of the show cause he just couldn't handle it. It was too much for him. It was too loud. Um, but you know, I think that but that's manageable. That's if you a great think ahead. point.
1: That's a great point because it is a very immersive experience. You know, the actors don't stay on the stage to entertain you; they come out into the audience to right. entertain too. And it was so. the
0: it was the banging on the cowbells and stuff out in the yeah. audience that really got to him. It was too much.
2: It was just too much. Right, so, it's an overwhelming show. I mean, yeah. like you really have to not want to pay attention but you have to pay attention because it's left right center like they're going everywhere they're in the upper deck and they're like what state are you from and then what where are you doing what are you i mean it's yeah.
1: and i think uh as some of our potential listeners may also agree to you may find somebody sitting on your lap if you're not careful <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah.
2: And they're very comfortable sitting on your lap. Yep. Oh, and did I mention (laughs) free beer? Free beer. That's right. And wine. And wine, yes. If you're a beer or wine
1: drinker, beer beer and and wine, yeah, you can have a lot of – And, and you know, I'm not a
0: Bud Light fan, and I'm not necessarily a huge Yingling fan, but it's one of the options, and it's a step above Bud Light.
1: I pretty much like Yingling. I just – I don't – I can't drink it a whole lot, but I do like it. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) but free is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Well, included,
0: included is maybe a better <laughs> yeah. way to put it.
2: <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't call the chicken wings and the strawberry pudding or whatever they want to call it. The strawberry shortcake always free either. So.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. Those things are included. Right. All right. So we're down to our bottom third and, and we've got um, Deluxe Burger and Blue Zoo that are among that group, mostly because we haven't all tried them. And then we have Olivia's there too. So um, I don't know, Will, you want to make a a case for Olivia's ahead of these other two that you haven't tried
2: yet? I don't know how to make a case without like, like I really loved Olivia's only the reason I liked Olivia's because we went there now, like seven years ago and we had a really good meal And my son at that point was allergic to peanuts and allergic to eggs. And the chef came out. He's like, hey, I can make you French toast without eggs. He brought it out. It was out of this world. The next morning, I went back and ordered the French toast without eggs. Yeah. Just because it was just so perfect. And that's where it was just like, Olivia's like sticks out to me. It has like a place in my heart that means something to me. And I know you never have a weight there, which is another big thing to me. Like I can walk into a restaurant, sit down and eat. And it's just so
0: perfect. It's an interesting thing about Olivia's though, because if you're just there with your family, you're right. You don't don't have a weight. My experience with Olivia's was going there when I was at old Key West with a whole group of folks, uh, cause that's, that's where a bunch of us were staying for Diz Dad's club oh. convention.
1: Right. And,
0: and when we showed up with a big group, they actually didn't handle it so well. They weren't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a negative experience. I wouldn't say, but it, it, you know, the fact that we had what four or five tables show up at exactly the same time really overwhelmed
1: them. Yeah, you know, it takes a little rearranging. They don't expect a crew like that, right? Right.
0: Well, and and they just they don't seem to be. Um, I mean, and and look, not th- this isn't to knock them. I understand, but um, they just aren't staffed to handle that. Like they're they're staffed to handle sort of a regular flow. They weren't staffed to handle a rush like that. And um, you know, it, it's not like I said, it's not a big knock, but um, it's just a different experience that you're going to get. If you show up there, you know, with a larger group of folks.
2: Right. They're looking for like less than eight people at most tables max. Right.
0: Right. And they're looking for them to show up three or four at a time.
2: Right. Exactly. They're not looking for 45 people to show
1: up. Yeah. Well, like, like any resort hotel would be, you know, they don't expect an influx of people unless you're like Ohana, something like that, then they do. But just, you know, the Okie West is not. Uh, you know the 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 premier must-have location. Uh, there's not a lot of atmosphere there, but it doesn't really seem to matter because the food is so good and the drinks are so good. I, I totally agree with this pick for this place.
0: All right, all right. So, Olivia's gets the number seven slot, and then you know, I'm just gonna gonna suggest as a bit of a, an executive, uh, you know, uh, uh, suggestion that perhaps. Given the scope of everything else we put on here, that it might make sense for Deluxe to slot in there at number eight as the only quick service option among our top nine. Um, you know, Blue Zoo's not not California Grill pricey, but it's also not quick service inexpensive, uh, and it still would be among the top nine. But I, you know, I think it. it I would. I, w- like I, w- I w- would like to see a quick service in there.
1: I would make. I would. I would make the nomination to have them tie at eight. And that's my personal thought about it.
2: I don't know anything about either one, so I really can't All right. critique.
0: Well, then then let's call it a tie for eight.
2: A tie. I
0: like a tie ties. for eight in our top nine. So here is the official list. The official list is number one, California Grill. Number two, Toledo. Number three, Art Smith's Homecoming. Number four, Chico. Number five, Ohana. Number six, Hoopty Doo Review. Number seven, Olivia's and tied at eight, Deluxe Burger and Blue Zoo. Now, I know that there are a bunch of honorable mentions that, you know, both of us were considering or all of us were considering uh, that, that just didn't get nominated. So let's go around and just see if there were, you know, a, a few more that we might want to add uh, that for one reason or another didn't didn't quite make the cut. Um, I don't know, Tim, you have one that uh, just missed.
1: I've got more on that list than I do on the list that made it. I'll start off with the Wave of Flavors at uh, the Contemporary. Um, Really good place. Really awesome drinks. Um, The flat iron steak that was on the menu. I don't know if it's still on the menu, but it it is really, really tasty. And I think uh, the Wave is overlooked by a lot of people. Uh, But it's got a lot of atmosphere. And uh, the service sometimes can be a little on the slow side, but it's worth it. I've I, I've not had any issue, you know, uh, with with any of my experience at the wave. What my do you only, think?
0: My only complaint about the wave is that um, they need to backlight the menu. Because um, <laughs> right, I mean, That's at dinner sure time so they they dim the lights so and the it's dark and it's a the the menu is printed on like a tan paper and there's not enough contrast and I am just blind.
2: But yeah, if I don't it's, have it's my readers, really, I can't see it. It's like so. It's like unreadable. Yeah. Like, I totally agree with you, Aaron. Like, you just look at it, and you just keep looking, like, what
0: the I, I, am I, I looking at? I my phone. I'm always using yeah. the, the light of my phone, and I feel like I'm 90 years old, but...
2: <laughs> You're only 45. Don't worry. I do it, too. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. So, Willie, what's on your honorable mention list?
2: Oh, God. I've thought about this for a while, and I'm, I kept looking, at it and I looked at my list, and... I hate to say it, but I really like Chef Mickey's. I know it's it's, it's a nostalgia thing. thing. It's a nostalgic thing, but like, I kind of like it. And I usually like to go around 11 o'clock in the morning where you get the breakfast and the lunch. And you get all the characters are just always spot on. It's just a fun location, which is not anything most people would say, but I mean, the location is amazing and the food is not bad at all.
1: Okay. So two things in the count in the, um, uh, contemporary resort, uh, Aaron, what are you thinking?
0: Well, so the, the honorable mention that was next on on my list is one that would make it, I think that the, the thing that kept it off of my list of, of the top nine is that It's too small, really, I think is part of its problem. Um, but that's Trattoria Al Forno. Um, they have this, you know, absolutely fantastic character breakfast, but it's only available at breakfast and it's fairly small. You know, the the seating, there's not a lot of seating um, in the morning, especially. And so, you know, it's really probably the, the hardest reservation to get these days at Walt Disney World, um, just because there's so, you know, little availability. It's one meal and limited seating. On the other hand, you know, I don't want to downplay dinner there because, you know, we've had dinner there. Willie, I think we had dinner there a couple of years we ago. We had
2: dinner there. Yeah, it was amazing. Um,
0: it was very it was good. great. Authentic Italian. Um, totally. You know, really good service, friendly and accommodating and informative, um, you know, just, just a, a, a top flight experience. And, you know, the only reason, it, like I said, it wouldn't make it higher on my list is that it's sort of... Like, the dinner gets halfway there, and the character breakfast gets halfway there, but neither one is all the time or available enough to get the whole thing there, if that makes
2: sense. It's also a pain in the butt to get to.
1: Well, now, for us old schoolers, uh, that is where Cat Cuisina's place used to be, right? Exactly. Yes. yes. On the boardwalk. Right.
2: Okay. So you have to take basically a Uber to get there. Well, or the Sky Unless Ranger. you're coming out of Epcot. Way, where you're coming from. Yeah. But in the morning, if you want to get there at 7.30 in the morning, you're not that's taking not. a skyline or no, that's true. Or the, the not, they're not going
0: to be running early enough, probably.
2: Right. So you have to take like an Uber or a…
0: Minivan, yeah.
2: Minivan, and that's a pain in the butt. Can be. Can but the place be. is amazing. Like like you said, Aaron, we had an amazing meal there. Yeah. That was fun.
0: Yeah, we had a great time. Yeah. Anybody else have uh, honorable mentions that that you know outside the park restaurants that Gosh, really yeah. belong on the list?
1: Okay, I, I have not given you any quick service places, you know, because I'm I'm the foodie. I'm the one that's like ah food, yes, yes, food. But I'm going to nominate the Earl of Sandwich as uh, an honorable mention. Everybody, all the all the guys that that I talk to, you know, we like to go to the Earl of Sandwich for a, you know, especially the Thanksgiving sandwich. What do you think?
0: I, I enjoy the a holiday big, sandwich. In, I don't yeah. know. I have a hard time saying yeah. Earl, once upon a time maybe, but anymore, you know, now that they've got locations in about a half dozen airports too.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. what I was to say. I have one like 15 minutes from me now. So it's like kind of not as fun anymore. But... Well, I think for me, it's a sentimental thing because I don't do the ones in the
1: airports. Right. If and, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it in Disney Springs.
0: And, and there is a certain, you know... Uh, it's a safe place to go, right? Everybody can find something they enjoy. It's quick, it's easy, it's sandwiches. So there are things that you can kind of grab and go, that kind of thing. So it does have that going for it. Um, But uh, yeah, you know, I can understand why it would be on the honorable mention. I mean, something else that I would toss out and it's come up before uh, in our our earlier discussion about bars and lounges, but um, I thought the food was really good at kimonos. Um, that night when we, we did, uh, karaoke there, yes, absolutely. um, you know, it's a Japanese place in, uh, in the Swan and Dolphin and they just, they do a really good job. Um, I, I was not, I didn't know what to expect when we went and I was pleasantly surprised. Um, interesting food, really good drinks, uh, friendly staff, you know, just a, a really good experience.
2: The other place I would really bring up is, and it's quick service. Sunshine Seasons. It's in a in that park. park. Oh, great. <laughs> Stupid. Hey, an issue with that. I'm dumb as the day is long. Just uh, knock me in the head. Okay. Clock. Um, uh, hey, six feet. So, so,
0: as we're kind of starting to wrap up here a little bit, because, you know, clearly Willie's out of his gourd. Um so, <laughs> Uh, what are some some restaurants maybe that other people might have expected to hear about but didn't go on the list and why didn't they make it? right what what is a, what is a place outside of the parks that we hear people talk about a lot but maybe is getting more credit than it deserves.
1: Are not getting as much credit as it deserves. I'm thinking like Il Molino at the Dolphin, uh, Sana at Animal Kingdom, Kadani. Okay, there those, are so are many more honorable mentions.
0: I'm talking. I'm going to give you an example. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Morimoto's Asia, right? I, yes, I desperately want to like Morimoto's Asia. I want to love it. Well, and I've tried it uh, several times, and the food is good. Every single time we've been there, we've had service issues though. Every time. They're just, it's too big for their own good. They can't, they don't seem to have a handle on how to manage it. The menu is really diverse, which is great. There are lots of things to choose from, but we have yet to have a meal there where everybody's meal shows up at the same time.
1: I've had the very same experience with Rick Bayless's Frontera Grill. We we tried it and we had so slow service, such slow service that we swore we wouldn't do it. But then, uh, when we were there last August, we decided, you know, we'll give it one more shot to see. Nope, same service <laughs> issues. Same service issues. Like it will it will never happen again. I, I, I that's sad because I love the food, but I'm not going to deal with the service issues like that.
0: Willie, you look Willie, like you're you look
2: chewing like, on one. That say so. You're, you're muted. You're the mute, dude. I run gone. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Jack Lindsay's when we were with Phil. Oh, yeah, and yeah. It was, like, it was it was like the waitress just uh, kind of didn't care. Like she cared, but she didn't care. And it was just like <laughs> we were just like, well, well, we'll have another beer. Okay, no no problem. But it was like it was just not 100% like they wanted to be with us tonight. Yeah. And, you know, it was just, it, I love the place, but right. it, was,
0: it was, well, gosh, if you really want one, we'll bring you another beer.
2: Right. Not, uh, can we bring you another once. beer? He said, oh, you want another one? Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> Raglan Road, on the other hand, will be happy to get your beer to you quickly. Or that's been my experience.
2: Yeah. yeah. I love Raglan Road.
0: And that's yeah. a good one. That's that's one that probably belongs on the honorable mentions.
2: It probably did probably, belong yeah. on the honorable yep. mention because well, they do and, an amazing. Brunch, and, to, and uh, there's an
0: idea too. Uh, you know, a quick service that probably belongs on the honorable mentions. You know, I, I really enjoy Captain Cooks. Um, I think they do a great job there at the Polynesian, and it gets overwhelmed sometimes because oh it right. gets overrun by the folks next door. Yes.
2: Yep,
0: but but it's quality food.
2: Quality food. That's and another we'll show threat. just on that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Because we're not going to be talking about parks opening right now.
0: Well, that's nope. true. We're not going to be talking about parks opening. Um, well,
2: unfortunately, we're not talking about resorts opening either. This but, is true.
0: You know. Um, y- you know, we gave you our top nine uh, and why they were our top nine. We'd really like to hear from you what you think the top nine should have been. What did we miss? What did we get wrong? What do you agree with us on? What's something that we suggested that you're going to try for the first time because we suggested it? We'd really love to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at you can also get in touch with us individually. Thing, you can email uh, willy at
2: Willie at wickedmousetravel.com.
0: You can email Tim at
1: tim.hicks Tim. at com.
0: And you can email me directly at aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at com. Uh, until next time, I've been your host, Aaron Ritmaster, with the able assistance of my co-host, Tim Hicks.
1: Wash those hands and stay safe, folks. We'll see you next time.
0: And Willie crocker
2: Wash those hands and have a wicked great night.
1: I don't play a damn, I don't play a damn thing man.